You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing how to find your ideal customer in 15 minutes. This is a really hot topic because when it comes to identifying your ideal client, every bit of your strategy around finding clients is going to rely on you having a really intimate relationship with who your ideal client actually is. I think this is probably one of the biggest mistakes that most people make when they're starting a business is they don't get really clear on this. I didn't feel it was made really obvious anywhere when I was first starting out until I started to take some courses and start to understand that this was really key. Because when it comes to setting out your strategy of how you're going to find clients, you need to be talking to them before they're ready to buy and really knowing where they are in their journey, who they are, what kind of things they're consuming, what things keep them up at night. It's all really important to understand so that you can frame what you're saying in the right way that is relatable to them. That's why identifying your ideal client is such a crucial step when you are either first starting out or you are maybe a few years into your business, but you're trying to get really clear. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that your ideal client may change. Who I thought I was going to help when I first started my business is much different than who I help now. And I think I was actually having a chat with a good friend of mine, Bria, and we got into this discussion about how in the beginning, it's almost like you definitely want to niche down so you can be very specific in who you're talking to. But as you get more and more customers, there does come a time where you can open up that niche a little bit. And that is exactly actually how my business really started and how it's worked now. I really started helping Beachbody coaches, but what has come apparent over the last five years is that there were other people that really needed my help, not just in the workout industry. And I have a ton of people that come to me now in other industries. So in nutrition, in beauty and makeup and skincare products and oils, everything really does like anchor into health and wellness. But I had to be really specific in the beginning to really get my bearings and I've been able to expand out now that I really, really understand my market. There is a point that it can be saturated or you've almost helped as many people as you can and there is an opportunity to expand in the future. But definitely in the beginning, you want to be really honed in on who you are helping so you can speak directly to them. And then there will be a time and place that you can open up that market. 
So when it comes to actually identifying who your ideal client is, I think that there are two methods in which if I was starting over, these are the ways that I would think about it. Now, the first method is that you can think about who is that person that you really want to help. And if you're first starting in a business, like usually this can feel like a bit of a guess, right? Especially if you haven't had any customers before, you can think about, okay, I want to help women in the age ranges of 30 to 65, people that have had children at some point, people that want to get back into feeling like who they are again. And you could have this idea of who you want to help. So I would say it's a good starting point if that is where you're at, but you are going to make edits to it. So once you have that kind of that person, it's always a lot easier if you've had some customers before and you know who you like helping because what you don't want to do is start you know, trying to help a bunch of people that aren't actually your people. This happened to me in the beginning where it was like, I will just help anyone and everyone. And I started signing my myself up to help people. And I would have people like, you know, no show like three or four times on coaching calls. And I was like, okay, these are not my people. This is obviously not where I want to be investing my time. And I would go back to the drawing board and think more about, okay, who do I really want to help? What are the things that I really like about certain people? And what are the things that turn me off that I just don't have time for? So I think once you have this idea in your mind, it sort of puts the kind of the brackets around, okay, this is sort of the demographic and group I'm going to go after. But as you start to have more and more encounters, like you may come across people that don't take action. Well, obviously, like you don't want to target those people. Specifically, you'd rather focus on people that actually want to take action. So it's learning more and more about your market and really deciding who you want to go after. So I do think some of those trips and falls are really important in learning who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. So you're going to edit this ideal customer and this person. I think the other thing that's really helpful is that when you identify who this person is, you actually get on some calls with these types of people and really deeply understand what are their problems and how can I really help them. But it it does need to come with like a deep understanding of who they are. And once you start to develop an email list or you have a handful of customers you've worked with, you can do some surveys to really understand what are the challenges they're facing, what's holding them back, you know, what have they spent on this before? Like there are a couple of really, really great questions that I've always found to help me get to that next level of understanding so that I'm not just guessing at, oh, what do they need next and and how can I really help them? So once you've nailed down and sort of edited that ideal customer based on the inner workings and and working and actually practicing working with these people, it's going to give you a better idea. But then I think the next step is to start calling out that audience. So as you are posting things on social media, you can really tell in your feed, there's sort of like this 80-20 rule. Of all of your posts, 20% of them are getting 80% of the likes. What are those posts? Because that should play into a little bit more about who your ideal customer is and the messaging that they need to hear. So we did a test like this probably about maybe four months ago. I'd written a new book called F What Your Upline Said. And we had actually had a different title for it in the beginning. And 
we were playing around with some different ideas, posting about it on social media. But it wasn't until we started to see what people were responding to that we really realized like there is a lot of frustration from coaches and reps and distributors out there about what they're being told from their upline and what is actually working. And a lot of people's uplines have, you know, not built a business like this in like eight to 10 years. So it's very frustrating to hear advice and then not be able to see that advice come through, even though you were doing all the things they were telling you to do. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. It became very obvious as we started to post more about this topic that this was a very, very important topic to our audience and that this was content that they wanted to learn more about, like what were the things that were sort of myths and what could they do instead? So I think this step is about being curious and being okay to kind of have different angles and different things that you're testing and trying and different styles of reels and different genres. And it's okay to color outside of the lines when you're in this testing phase, because it's really going to tell you who the passionate people are. It's not just about finding your ideal customer or client. Like You really want to find people that are ready to take action in a market that is growing, where people are spending money. I remember hearing this story about an entrepreneur trying to pick a market, and he ended up picking, oh, like resume writing. This is great. And when you really think about that market, these are all people that usually are looking for jobs and don't have a ton of money. So when you think about that, it's really not a great market to be focused on growing a business in. So these are important questions to be asking yourself when you think about that market and is it a growing market? Like, are you always going to have this customer base? And 
is it a market that actually has money? Because if you're just focusing on, you know, a certain demographic, like let's say, you know, 18 to 21, and maybe that's a point that a lot of people end up going to school and they don't have a lot of money for what you have to offer, then it's not going to hit very well with your ideal client. So you want to be thinking through those types of questions as well to really make sure that you are focused on the right people and you're not setting yourself up for a lot of no's and objections. So those are some of the key things that I have found really helpful after going through this process multiple, multiple times. These are the things that I really wish someone could have sat down with me and taught me how to do because you know you spend a lot of time and effort on the content creation the picking images which hashtag should i use and you know what should i put in the caption and the truth is if you have not clearly clearly identified your ideal client and who you're talking to you're not going to be able to slow the scroll nor are you going to be able to influence any behavior or decisions the more that you can think about when you are posting on social and you are having these conversations is you want to be able to look at the person in the eyes as if they're sitting on the other side of the table from you and be able to have this conversation. So it's not only being able to really identify who that person is, but it is also being able to really understand like being in their shoes and what they think about and what's going on in their minds for them to be able to make a decision. Now, I would also say that when it comes to identifying these ideal people that you want to work with, there's also the 80-20 rule at play because when you look at your audience of customers, 20% of your customers are bringing 80% of your revenue in. Who are those people? Like who are those people that when you get on the phone with them, they don't say no. They just make a decision and they move on with it. Those are the ideal people. And I'll give you guys even another example of that. Like as I've gotten into this business further and really have talked to a lot of coaches, a lot of, you know, reps and distributors and that sort of idea. A lot of the people that we end up helping on the higher end level in our masterminds and one-on-one strategy sessions, they all tend to be people that uh, have partners in oil and gas or partners that have executive level jobs. And it was just one of these things that kind of came to us after working with a number of people. And it was like, oh, okay, this seems to be a bit of a pattern and a trend. Like, this is a really good thing to recognize. And, you know, being able to take that and understand our ideal customers even just that little bit further. So if you are just starting out in this and you don't have a lot of clients, don't worry. You can still be having these conversations with potential customers and you can still be posting things and really seeing what things are getting the most engagement. Unfortunately, a lot of entrepreneurs don't really have this button down tight. So if you are just starting out and you've got a bit of an idea, you are doing so much better than a lot of people in understanding this. And because it does just impact so much of your business and so much of your strategy, it is going to be a really, really important step in helping you frame out what you should be posting and not wasting, you know, countless hours posting things that don't make a dang bit of difference. So I really hope that this episode was helpful and we have gotten this down in less than 15 minutes. So I I definitely hope it's been jam-packed of takeaways and things that you can implement right away. I would love to know if you have any questions or comments. 
definitely leave those below the episode and we will see you next time right back here on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.